<sighs> it's the Saturday before Easter. I guess this is a good time to miss any to record an episode. How y'all doing? I begin. I was having a conversation with um, my guy, and I mentioned that I wanted to talk about child support, and he was like, "Well, you might hurt some feelings, or that's a crazy subject, or uh, some of the long lines." But he was like, "Go ahead and talk about it." So this episode, this part of this episode segment is going to be about child support specifically rich people child support disclaimer if you hear my son in the background don't mind him there's no school today so alright um he does he's autistic echoalia he repeats a lot so yeah anyway child support so about a month ago maybe maybe about a month ago there was a um article that came out. It was all over Facebook and Instagram and whatnot. Um, about Jesse Williams and his ex wife. I think I think ex wife, yeah. And going back and forth with custody and child support and they've been going through this divorce and custody and child support situation for some years now. Um if you don't know, Jesse Williams is one of the actors who kind of was really about black women, black women, black women, black girl magic, blah, blah, blah. And then I forget what caused the divorce, but him and his wife split up not so long after that. He was a doctor on Grey's Anatomy, one of the popular characters. Um, and uh, he has since left the show. So when he was on Grey's Anatomy, he was making a nice amount of money. I'm thinking six million a is either six I wanna say six million a year. Um I forget how much they broke down per episode, but he was making a decent amount of money. And um rumors were the show was rumored to supposedly end like a year ago or so but as you can see it's still going on and um so he did like a lot of actors do they um decide to explore other opportunities after being on a show for so long because they don't want to be typecast this and the third and he had other opportunities presented to him so this is pre-covid um he leaves the show and has like I said opportunities presented to him well then COVID happens so COVID happens and these opportunities dry up so now he's not making the 6 million he's making significantly significantly less still more than what I make <laughs> a month or a week or whatever but he's all in a play on Broadway I believe and so he's making significantly less than what he was making as the start of a hit Shondaland TV show so Two things happened. One, 
because of the new schedule, um, there was an issue with visitation and stuff. So his ex-wife went to court to change the visitation agreement, saying that he was inconsistent. And I think she won that, that um, amendment or whatever. So then he turned around and eventually goes back to court for a modification of his child support order. He was ordered to pay 40000 a month. And he was like, I can't keep up with that right now. But when I, like, he was, he was like, I can't, when I, when I was making that kind of money, I had no problem paying it, never missed a payment, blah, 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 blah. Since my savings is being depleted, uh, I can't afford to pay this amount of money right now. So I need a reduction. And his ex-wife was like, well, we shouldn't have left the show. Well, the judge sided with him, so he got a reduction. So went from paying 40000 a month to paying 6000 a month, which is still more than <laughs> what I make. So, hey. And I keep bringing up my salary because I am always fascinated by people who get upset when they see these numbers that, wealthy people or rich people there's a difference have to pay when it comes to taking care of their kids if they're a non-custodial parent listen child support is for the child obviously the care and upkeep of the child's um, everyday life or whatever and usually the non-custodial parent is paying once a month sometimes twice a month um, this amount of money and when you really think about it they're like reimbursing the custodial parent for um, what they've already spent when you have a kid you know minimally you're going to make sure that they are fed that they have a place to stay and they have clothes you're going to eventually provide an education for them and those are like the things that you have to do and medical care and then everything else is pretty much extra like you don't have to pay for you don't necessarily have to get your kids kid, uh, toys and electronics or take them on nice like outings or things of that nature or get them involved in extracurricular activities sports dance whatever whatever but who if they can't afford it wouldn't do that for their child what parent wouldn't do that you know so yeah, if you were, and if you, had, and I'm not, like I said, I don't make that kind of money, but had I made that kind of, if I was making that money, if I ever get in that position to make where I could afford, and my uh, income is 40 grand a month, or 60 grand a month, or 100 grand a month, yeah, my kids, my youngest is 12, my kids would, uh, get way more my adult kids will get so much <laughs> more because I wasn't able to provide those things, some of those things when they were younger but that's a different story but it just it just makes me wonder like why are people so upset with the amount that rich people have to pay in child support whether it's a the father mother whoever the non-custodial parent is it makes zero sense if he and his wife are still together 
you'll be spending more than just the 40 grand or the six grand or however much she's paying in child support together and there are people like oh it doesn't cost that much to raise a child okay i, I will give you that because forty thousand is a lot of money for two kids a lot of money but these are not and i hate these were regular but these are not regular regular schmegular kids these are celebrity children which means they're going to children of celebrities so they're going to what private school um depending on the level of success their parents have there's probably a security team in place nannies to help out depending on what their parents do for a living um the activities and like you know with the sports and music lessons and dance and whatever else they're into um just take what we do as non-celebrity parents and just put it on a higher pay scale like okay my daughter um she's at new school now so she's only involved in choir and the environmental club right now she's not involved in sports yet but she's going to be going to middle school so i'm gonna have to give her a physical because she wants to play sports this upcoming school year I think basketball and something else. I can't remember what else she said, but at least basketball. So that's um, my niece's place. And that's hundred, almost 200 bucks for the uniform and shoes and everything like that. Um, if I was a celebrity mother or had a, if her, if her father was a celebrity, she would be playing ball or whatever and it would cost more because we wouldn't be living in the midwest we'd be living somewhere else and the cost of living is higher and you know and plus she might want to play something besides basketball because the opportunity when you have that kind of money for the different type of activities you know is greater what if she wanted to be a uh what if she wanted to play polo you know what i'm saying you know ride horses <laughs> that's an expensive hobby so yeah, now understand. Like, do if dude makes six million a year, yes, he's gonna be paying X amount of dollars, way more than what the average Joe pays in child support. It just makes sense. And as a parent, why wouldn't he want to do that? Outside of him going, oh my ex-wife, or oh, or someone saying, oh my ex-husband, blah 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 blah. I mean, it's kind of gotta take that L with that. You know what I mean? The custodial parent is um, spending more money than whatever child support is, in my opinion, on average. Because you have your rent or mortgage, your utility bill, and please don't say, well, you'll be paying it anyway. Yes, but when you have kids, you're, you're going to get a bigger place. You're going to live in a nicer neighborhood, a safer neighborhood. You're going, your light bill is going to be higher. Your grocery bill is going to be higher. What You're not going to stop eating and just feed them. You know what I mean? You might have been okay with the bare minimum streaming on the internet, but when you have children, they're streaming with their uh, electronics and stuff. That's going to go increase. Your gas, the amount of gas money you're going to spend every month increases because once your kids hit a certain age, you're taking them back and forth to all these activities after school on weekends and even let's keep it a buck when you have little babies 
if they're in daycare, you're taking them back and forth. When they go to the doctor more often when they're small. So that's a lot of back and forth. So you're going to be spending money. And the person who has the child every day is going to spend more money. Because what happens when like, mm, my daughter had book fair? So who's going to give her book fair money? Me. Correct? Um, there was a... Like I said, she's in choir. I had to get shirts for choir. Who's going to pay that? Me. That's extra outside of her every day. What she needs. Whatever. Hey, she's got a hair braided. Who's paying for that? Right? So the parent who has them. That's who pays for that stuff. She's, like I said, 12. Growth spurt. Um, puberty's hitting. So clothes don't fit. Things that she was able to wear in... um. August when school started, she can't wear now in April. Okay, she's getting taller, you know, feet are getting bigger. So, shoes, and then you don't want to buy inexpensive shoes or cheaply made shoes because she's a kid and she's gonna run and jump and play in his gym class and whatever, whatever. But at the same time, you don't want to spend too much on shoes because her feet still grow up. See, it's it's just you're constantly putting money and spending money on your children and the knock on your parent you know writes one check or two checks a month and keeps it moving maybe get them every other weekend maybe every weekend depending on the custody arrangement and how close they live and all the good stuff but yeah you're spending way more as a not as a custodial parent so why are you getting mad about that? Listen, if you don't want to pay child support, don't have a kid. Or have custody of said kid. It's, it's really that simple. But anyway. There are very, so many people just complaining about when they um, hear something or read something, especially on social media, where an ex-wife gets X amount of dollars from their celebrity um, ex-spouse for child support. Alimony and spousal support. And I'm just like, why are you mad? Why are you mad? Like, you're not in that pay grade, so why are you mad? One, it's not coming out your pocket. Why are you mad? Two, we don't know what conversations that these people had when they first got together and got married and everything concerning who was going to do what role Um, as far as when it came to raising kids and whatnot, who's going to stay home. Everybody doesn't want their child in daycare. Some people really don't trust daycare centers. And my, my daughter was in daycare at one point so but I get it because I've definitely heard about plenty of accidents and things happening to kids while they're at daycare especially when they're too young to talk so I get it so if you a lot of families when one parent can afford to stay home this would happen the parent stays home and they're at home and they take care of the child and the other parent is working and it is a breadwinner 
And then you get upset when the marriage ends that you have to maintain that level of um, lifestyle for that person for X amount of years. But what were they doing these years that you were working and they weren't? Then people were like, well, the kids went to school eventually. I said, yeah, that's true. They do. They go to school eventually. But like I said, we don't know the dynamic of that household. We don't know what was expected. We don't know the routines or whatever. But bottom line is, A, unless you sign the prenup saying this, that, and the third, you're going to come off on dollars. So, quit complaining. I don't understand. It doesn't make sense. And bottom line is, as far as child support goes, if everybody would just put the kids' best interests at heart, put them first, the children first, and not focus on their anger and focus on what's important, which is the kids will grow up to be healthy and happy people, you know, then it wouldn't be an issue when it comes to child support and custody and this, that, and the third. Like, do what you have to do to do right by these kids like I'm divorced and my ex-husband and I could not stand each other for years but one of us had to be the bigger person and say okay regardless of how much I can't stand this person my focus is on the kids and so that's what I did I wasn't bitter as far as acting out I was angry (laughs) but I didn't talk bad about him in front of my kids and I'm gonna be honest that was hard because there were times where he didn't show up and he's better now and also our kids are grown but he did get better over the years but there's one point where there's things were going on and he wouldn't he didn't show up and I, and I had to comfort those children because children don't understand they only understand what they're seeing right in front of them you know what I mean all they know is he didn't show up so I had to really just swallow that and do my best instead of trying to keep them away. You know, try my best to make sure they were good. So when he did get himself together, because he did, and he started showing up, he actually showed up and showed out um, in a good way and was taking care of them and doing what he needed to do. You know, the kids didn't have much animosity because for me to say they didn't have zero animosity would be wrong they they had a little bit but you know they still are very close to their father and even to, as adults now you know so you have to do what's right for your kid there's a way for Jesse Williams and his ex-wife to work that out so that the kids are good but right now they're taking shots at each other and he ain't this and she's not that and that's not good and these kids are old enough to read and with social media and stuff it's all over the place just google their name google their parents names and they'll find information so you have to watch yourself it's like the situation with Kanye and his um soon to be ex-wife so you have to be careful about what's put out there because the oldest girl is definitely old enough to be we we know that she's been on social media, and yes, her mom um, monitors her TikTok. But is she 
let's keep it 100 is she 100% always with her mother and there's going to be a time when she isn't and whether it's with a nanny whoever and she's going to have a phone or a tablet or a laptop and she's going to look up some stuff and she's going to see some stuff so you have to really that's why the parents have to really think about what they put out there what they say you know we can't keep our kids in a bubble forever as much as we would like to it doesn't work that way I kind of went off on a tangent there but yeah child support why are we worried about what wealthy people are paying wealthy people live differently than we do because they're I don't know wealthy <laughs> so hey I don't concern myself with that too much but I don't like when people use that as a way to just down and go in and be negative about women, especially black women. Like, dang, she just wants her kids taken care of. Why? Uh. Speaking of parenting and parents who split up and um, moving on, bigger personality stuff. So I'm on TikTok and I'm scrolling. And I, on my FYP, and which is for you, Paige, for those who may not be TikTok savvy. And I came across a page, a post from. Kel Mitchell's ex-wife and her page is called <clears throat> excuse me her page is called um deadbeat dad Kel Mitchell and for those who may need a refresher Kel Mitchell is part of the duo Keenan and Kel on Nickelodeon um so he's an actor turned preacher because I've heard recently that he's now a youth pastor um well from Chicago and yet while Keenan has basically flipped that Nickelodeon show into opportunities with Saturday Night, Saturday Night Live and his own show, Kel, who's had some success in the beginning of his career after um Keenan and Kel has kind of fallen back a little bit and come back and then fallen back and then gone back or whatever. So I guess he's back remarried preacher and honestly that's all I know I think something post popped up on Facebook or something and I saw that he was a preacher and I kind of glanced at it and kept it moving so you know when you're on TikTok the videos automatically play and the music's playing and it's uh her dancing like she dancing she's like lip syncing to the sound that's playing or whatever and on the screen is a bunch of statements about what he he supposedly has done, and uh, not to go into too much detail, but basically it involves him and misappropriating his now adult kids' college funds, and um, her writing, helping him in his career as far as scripts and things goes, and how she did take him to court to pay this money back, and amongst other things, and won a judgment, and he's just refusing to pay. So, 
I know that people um, have hurt feelings, especially when it comes to being married to somebody or in a long-term relationship with someone and having children with them. And how how would you handle that? Would you just go out on social media and put it all out there? Or would you just be quiet, keep it to yourself, and keep it moving? Um... I know some people like hear that she did this and say, well, what about his children or y'all children? And her, I think the youngest is 20. So her kids are grown, you know, they're adults. And, um, um, so it's not like someone who, like myself, I have a two minor kids. They're 15 and 12. So if I was to get on social media and talk about, someone in their family or their dad or something like that um in negative light my 12 year old definitely would see it you know eventually so what do you do in these circumstances like do you get do you keep it to yourself or do you get out here especially when the person is regarded as such a great person everybody's like oh he's such a good guy or whatever whatever well she's such a great person and the family is like yeah i don't know so, this segment is called To Be or Not To Be Bitter. <laughs> See what I did there? Uh, in the last segment, I mentioned that uh, someone has to be the bigger person when it comes to, you know, raising kids in two households. And usually, if the relationship ends ugly, like it's an ugly breakup, it takes a lot to put your feelings aside and just focus on the kids because listen you're trying to get back at the person who hurt you and you're not thinking clearly because you're thinking with your emotions so the best way to hurt somebody is how through their kids if they truly love and care about their children there are plenty of people who always walk away and they wouldn't care and do say and or do anything concerning their children so it doesn't work on everybody some people hit their pockets. Some people mess up their reputation. She's going for both. Um, I'm not even going to pass judgment on this young lady because who am I? <laughs> who am I? Who's to say? My marriage ended in 2004, okay? So who's to say that when I was going through the worst times or the hardest times when dealing with my ex-husband? Like I said, we're friends now. But at one point, we could not stand each other. Um, Who's to say that I may not have posted at least one time on a Facebook or MySpace or something if at that time I had those accounts or whatever. Facebook wasn't even yet. Um, MySpace was, but I didn't have a MySpace account. And do all that. So, to say I wouldn't have. But then again, I am really private when it comes to some things. And more because I don't like looking stupid or being embarrassed. Not necessarily because I'm like, oh, it's none of your business. It's more like I have this thing about looking stupid or being embarrassed. Like, I hate that. So, a lot of stuff I keep to myself and I just go through it. But do you knock people or when they choose to openly express themselves 
uh, when they've been hurt. I think that there's a healthy way to do it, you know. Um, I guess the fact that her kids are grown and they already know what type of parents they have, it is what it is. Like I said, it doesn't hurt them or wouldn't hurt them, but they're adults and they to process things better than let's say if they're like 10 or 9 or whatever. So I get it, you know. She had said something, because of course I was nosy, I'm nosy, so I did re watch some more videos, and she had said something in response to somebody's comment as to, I, I guess everybody's saying I shouldn't do this, or I shouldn't say that, or I shouldn't make this page, um, because it's messing with their reputation, but how long, she said, how long should she be silent? How long does she have to hold that in? And she's been quite off while she was going through it. It's not slander if it's true, she says. And especially when it's proven in court, she says. So I get that. It's like when you're um, having to constantly be quiet and not say anything, not say anything, not say anything. When you're going through something or when your reputation is taking a hit, it's like, when do you open your mouth, you know? And I guess I could go into other things outside of just when it comes to raising kids or whatever. But it could be a reputation with social on social media, or um, your reputation in the workplace, or in your church, or your school, or whatever. Like, how long do you turn the other cheek and look the other way, or let things slide, let bygones be bygones? before you say something and I'm not saying directly to the person this that's, that's a different conversation I'm saying defending yourself to everyone else that heard things or whatever or speaking the truth when everybody believes that um the situation is different than what it truly is like, how long do you hold that in and that, that does take a point you know I just, it's not healthy to hold things in, so you should go to therapy or find somebody to talk to. But at the same time, it's like, I mean, social media is for, right, to kind of be social. <laughs> I don't know. I just think that when dealing with situations that involve kids, it's, you really have to do everything you can to protect them. So posting things concerning one of their parents is tricky. But I get it, you know, you're in a lot of pain and you're hurt and you're angry and this person is, it looks like from the outside like man living their best life and you're sitting here haven't, haven't had to struggle to make sure that y'all children are taken care of. So, hey, I get it. I get it. The accusations against them are pretty, pretty, pretty bad and we... You know, this funny character, you know, so of course we don't want to believe that, but we also have to understand that celebrities are just famous humans. That's it. They're still humans. They're not superhuman, metahuman, godlike. You know, they're, they're humans with flaws, just like everybody else. The difference between me and someone else that's famous is really the fact that they're famous that's it and the amount of zeros in their bank account 
<laughs> and mine. This is what it is. Like, I don't even know if I, I, I used to want to be famous, but not, not, no, I take that back. I didn't want to be famous. I always wanted to, I used to want to be rich, but not famous. Like, behind the scenes of everything, making money behind the scenes, like being a songwriter or being an author with a pen name, you know? Um, so that I could move freely about back then, just move freely, like if I went to the mall or the grocery store or whatever, whatever. Now, move freely about it, these social media streets. You know. But these are regular people, regular, regular, regular people. Other celebrities like Kim Kardashian. I haven't watched the show. I haven't watched the whole show in forever. I catch a clip here or there on Facebook or something, or Twitter, or Twitter, or you know, social media, whatever TikTok. On the most recent episode of, uh, or the premiere episode of the new show, uh, there was an issue where her son saw an ad for and that the the tape that she made a while you know all the music oh, which kind of jumps when well, I kind of pretty, pretty much uh started her career off right and her son saw it on his Roblox game my daughter plays Roblox do you get ads on your Roblox game no like no ads just pop up okay well, she said she didn't have any ads pop up, but he had, I guess, an ad pop up with the his mom's crying face. You know that the one that's gone viral, huh? You saw it on what? I just asked you to do the ads pop up. What you see? What did you see it on? I don't know what game it was, but I was playing a game. And I had seen it, and it looked like Kim Kardashian. Oh, it's one of the games? Yeah. Oh, that's even worse. Um, what my daughter? Was it on TikTok. It was on TikTok? Yeah, Kim Kardashian. It was, um, Keeping Up With The Kardashians. And she was crying, and she said that her son, uh, uh, Saint, had, was playing a robot game, and he, and he was laughing because it was Kim Kardashian. Crying face, and it was labeled uh, Kim Athletic. Yeah, that's what um I was talking about. He saw it. That's why I was asking you, like, do does the ads pop up or it's just because Roblox has like a bunch of mini games, right? Yes. Okay, so it was a mini game. Yeah, like a Roblox creator made it. Okay. A Roblox creator made it. No, someone like someone created the game. Okay, cause you can create your own games on Roblox. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Hmm. Okay. Well, he saw it and he's too young to know what it's about, so he didn't understand it. But she got upset because, you know, that 20 years ago, someone leaked the tape out or whatever. It was just kind of how she got famous. That's how she got her show because the, 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 if I recall correctly, the, the video was leaked and, um, the guy from, um, well, I can't think his name, but one of the original guys from American Idol, 
And I don't know why I can't think of his name right now because he hosted it for years and he's like he took over Dick Clark's uh, radio show and all that. And I can't think of his name for nothing. But anyway, um, offered her a show on E. It was his first reality show and they blew up and here we are. Uh, to live their life in the public eye, you thought they were retiring, but just ended their deal at E to go to Hulu for more money to keep going. I think they're probably gonna <laughs> be in the public eye until. There is no public eye to be in. So that pretty much is forever. Hey, it is probably when they have grandkids. I don't know. Great grandkids for Chris or whatever. But I, but I digress. I'll tell y'all that to say this. Like, stuff doesn't go away. So when you post things on the internet, you really do have to think about your kids and what they see or what they could find out. Because I don't know what my daughter would do if she found out I had something. Or whatever like that. Or a friend. Or whatever found out. Let's just imagine your kids, your child's friends, finding finding out that uh, you're going on Facebook or TikTok or whatever, dogging their their dad out or their mom out. I don't know. No judgment on my end, Except, but it is what it is, I guess. Well. On that note, I have like absolutely no else, no idea what else I should talk about. So I'm probably gonna end this here. Should I talk about something else, Jasmine? What else should I talk about? Mm-hmm. My daughter is absolutely no help. So until next time, people.